You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Real Housewives of Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Miami After Show. Housewives of Miami fans, welcome to another AfterBuzz TV after show for the Real Housewives of Miami. This is the reunion part one. Lots of drama that we're going to talk about. I am your host, Michelle Renee, and I am joined with the fabulous and hilarious and beautiful. <gasps> oh, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Ashley. Nice to see you all, kind of, through the camera. I can see you. You're all very anxious to talk about tonight's episode. Yes. Uh, this reunion, as expected, um, part one was, was full of some, some nasty allegations, some drama, some people trying to get their 15 minutes of fame. Oh. All of, all of that good stuff. You just stuff. nailed it. We that, all know what she's talking yes, about right now. You just all of nailed that, it. Don't make me hit below the belt. Oh. <laughs> seriously. I mean, those threats. God, I am. So. Let's not waste any time. Let's just jump right in. Yes. One thing that they did, this reunion that I've never seen before, and at first I'm thinking maybe I just missed it and they've done it on other reunion shows, but you, you know, acknowledged it too. You said, we've never seen this. And that was the behind the scenes footage that they used. I loved it. Actually, they did show it with Jersey last, Mm -hmm. uh, not last Jersey reunion, the, the one previous to that. Do you remember when Rosie was screaming in the, in the back room? She's like, you don't talk about my father. You don't talk about my father. Yeah. She's flipping out. They're showing her back there and they're literally holding her back. That, I loved that. I loved seeing, you know, we all wonder, what does it look like back there? How's like, do they have really cool like food back there and drinks and yeah. what do the rooms look like? We got a really, got a lot of yeah. drama from this though. We got more than just a tour. What <laughs> I thought was really interesting is that, because I mean, I just always assumed that they arrived in their limos maybe and they were dressed and ready and they jumped on stage and did you know, the reunion show. But I thought it was interesting that we see these women in full hair, makeup, and they're getting ready and they're getting dressed to the nine, essentially to go to like this verbal warfare. And it's like a juxtaposition between them getting so dressed up and preparing themselves to look so nice on camera only to like fight and argue and just to become so nasty and mean with each other. And obviously these ladies know they're preparing mentally while they're in the makeup chair like, I'm going to have to say this. I'm going to say that. I'm going to hurt her feelings. I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to pull out my mm-hmm. old front and back copies of my cleared checks. You know? So I just think that's a that's an interesting juxtaposition there between. Well, you know, I it's interesting. You, I didn't think of that until now, but I'm going to mention Jersey again. Sorry. But no. the Christmas pageant dress that she yes. had on two reunions ago that uh, Teresa had on kind of started this whole evening gown thing. I don't really remember them wearing evening gowns prior to that. I know 
they would sometimes wear long dresses, but they were a little more day. This like is a cocktail very, more so. Yes, they're really amping it up now. It's interesting. And I also find it interesting that, that they get ready there. Mm-hmm. They came yeah. without makeup and everything. They do it all there. I would want to be, I don't know if I'd want to get ready there. I mean, it's kind of like, I would. you know, you have to bring people in. You have to bring the dress in there. I guess it makes sense, but I don't want, I wonder why they can't just arrive camera ready. Yeah, I, I don't know. And maybe that's something that they've just started doing because they knew they were going to film this whole behind the scenes footage. So they yeah. had them come uh, not dressed and not ready. Maybe that's something new. I don't know. Yeah. We would have to look more into that, I guess. But <laughs> speaking of, you know, the Christmas pageant dress and the sequins and the full ball gowns, whose look did you like the best? Oh, I was thinking of this myself. Okay. my fi- For myself, what I would wear is not my favorite. I just, what would look best on me would be something like that Lisa had on or that Joanna had on because I love heart shape. I love strapless okay. anything. But my favorite dress was Alexia's dress. That was Alexia's just, dress. it okay. was just so incredible. And I also loved the color of the light pink that uh, Adriana had on. I thought it looked really nice with her complexion. So I liked that. But my favorite dress overall was Alexia. What, what, yes. what about and you? I agree. I loved Alexia's dress. I didn't really care for the emerald um, jewelry that she had with it. I didn't like that too much, but I think the dress was amazing. And the comment that she made whenever, um, someone was trying to throw a little dig by saying, your dress probably cost mm-hmm. $10,000. She says, no, it's a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that was funny. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things that's a little bit obnoxious, but it's just like, you, you hate to love it. It's just like, you, right, you can't right. not laugh at right. that. Right. Well, you know? I mean, you just know, but I, I also agree with you. I did not, I was trying to figure out, do I like these earrings? Do I like this color? I didn't. And I think her hair needed to be up. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be tight up, but it, c- it could have been something loose. Um, some curls. Just, I just feel like that should, when you have a neckline like that and you have you need so simple, much, yeah. simple, simple is better. And the blonde just kind of takes away from the beauty the of the dress. So, But my favorite look, I will say, and obviously this is going to be no surprise to anybody, I liked Leah's look the best. You know, I'm a sucker yeah, for Leah. Yeah, and I think yeah. her face looked really refreshed. I know. We were I talking don't know, about yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if she was just using some extra Leah black creams I don't know. or what. But when you see these women on the show, they already all look gorgeous as is. And so it's kind of hard to step their game up when they come into the reunion besides putting on, mm-hmm. you know, a better dress or fixing their hair a little bit differently. And for Leah, I think that she kind of went that extra mile and yep. maybe she got a shot of Botox or maybe she was oh. well-rested. Whatever she did, though, I think she looked the most refreshed out of everyone and I could see a little bit of a difference in her face. And I liked her dress, too. I think it all went together well and I did and notice I like something, Leah, so. too. I don't know. According to Adriana, this is Miami. Everybody gets a little help on staying young, quote, unquote. I mean, that's what she says. I don't know. It's so hard to believe that Leah just has better skin than you and I. And we're, like, and, in our 20s. And, and she's we're half not, her age. Yeah. I don't understand how I have more wrinkles than Leah Black. But God loves her more than me. So that just makes a lot of sense. Anyway, let's get into it. So um, speaking of comments that people made... Uh, that kind of stirred the pot a little bit. The first comment that kind of got the ball rolling was the, in Miami, people don't work comment. Yes. And I, Leah, Lisa made the comment. Um, Andy said, you know, what's the difference in Miami and everyone where else? And she said, people in Miami don't work. And immediately she was what I would call attacked. I didn't think she actually meant anything by it. I, I, I mean, I do think that she was attacked in this entire episode but if i'm looking at it right now like i will which like as if i didn't know she was going to be attacked this entire episode i would say that that wasn't something to be attacked for she really was just stating a fact because she said all of her friends get up really late they don't have jobs and leah jumped right in and stuck up for her and said what what lisa's saying is 
we, you know, we know a lot of people here that have the luxury of not having to have a job. That doesn't mean they don't, just means they don't have to work. Yeah. Whether they have their own money or they're self-made or they have, they married into money, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's, that's their life. I mean, you don't know many people. I know a lot of housewives that don't have jobs, but they don't have a life that would call for not working. If I had their lives, yeah, they're nice, but it's not like a Lisa Hochstein life where you just like have 10 Birkins and, you and know, no kids everything in the yeah. world. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think what she meant was people don't necessarily, like me, I have to get up and go to work every day because right. I need a paycheck generated. Right. Versus a lot of people in Miami that probably have their own businesses, their own, you know, sources of income where if they get up one day and they want to work from home or they don't necessarily need to go into an office or they have an office in their house. It's a little bit different. And I don't think that's unique to Miami. I think that's unique to probably any metropolitan city. And it's probably, you know... And their age bracket. Yeah, it's also... You're going to find the same thing in any housewife circle, pretty much. Right. Of these, you know, people that don't necessarily have to go to work. Same thing with where we live now, Beverly Hills. Yeah. But girls our age, we work. And we don't... We're not going to get married for... I mean, maybe we're not. Who knows? But at this point, we're not marrying for money. So for us, like, we're not... We're not in that age bracket where you even really get married. Yeah. In L.A. And back where I'm from and I think also where you're from, I'm sure a lot of your friends are already married because there's not much else to do. (laughs) But, you know, when you're living in L.A. or Miami, you either already have – and you're older, you already have money or you're marrying somebody who has money. I think that's just more of a – I think she was just stating something that was a fact to her. She wasn't implying that this is factual for everybody. It's just what she's seen. But they made a mountain out of a molehill. Um yeah. And I mean, I just think it, like I mentioned earlier, they go into this reunion knowing that they are to produce a certain amount of drama. And so they look for any opportunity to manipulate someone's words or to, mm-hmm. you know, make something out of nothing. And so I think this is definitely an example of that, unfortunately yeah. for her. But they started in early. And um, it, this brings up the question of they, they, Bravo played the little montage that they do on the reunions mm-hmm. that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're funny montages and other times they're not really so funny like the montage of Joanna constantly nitpicking and digging and saying to Lisa you don't have a job I have a job I need to get up I don't just sit at home all day um and so you know the question comes do you think Joanna's jealous or what do you think Joanna why do you think she was making those comments throughout the season okay so typically I am so I want to say, I can't say I could be intuitive via the television, but I usually can understand mm-hmm. people and kind of get where they're coming from. I know it's not a positive thing. that It's not a positive place where all of this is coming from toward Lisa. I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know if it's anger toward her own life. And maybe she's mad that she could have married money and she didn't. I don't know. I mean, she has money. So I don't know where this anger is rooting from. I don't know if she's just trying to make her feel bad because at the end of the day she is making her feel bad and she can see that she's making her feel bad and she continues to dig and I know I said this last last week but you know Lisa chose a life where she's married a man that has money she is doing what every girl would do if they had the opportunity to do it which was just marrying a guy who's awesome he's sweet he's good looking and he has money and he loves her what is the problem with doing that? How can yeah. you attack someone for doing that? If she hated him and she was always talking about she can't stand him and she's annoyed when he comes home and this and that, then then, then you can a make problem, a statement yeah. that she married him for money, but she didn't marry for money, but that's just a factor and it doesn't hurt to marry a guy that has money on top of everything else that's great. So it's definitely 
doesn't make any sense to me why she keeps attacking her for it, but it's yeah, it's very strange. I mean, yeah. I think I, I see both sides of the, the coin here. I could see how it would be annoying, not necessarily in this situation, but I could see how it would maybe be annoying if you had a friend who didn't really necessarily understand the grind, you know, for whatever reasons in their life. Maybe they came from a family with money. Maybe they married into money. Maybe mm-hmm. their situation was just different. I could understand how that could be annoying um, to kind of side with Joanna. But on the opposite side, I also see, I don't think that, I don't know if I necessarily call it jealousy. I don't think that Joanna is jealous necessarily of Lisa and wants to be Lisa, but I think she might be jealous of the fact that Lisa doesn't have to work and she necessarily, she doesn't necessarily have to work, but she does work and that's what her life has become. So I don't know if I verbalized what I was trying to say, but I got I it. don't think she wants to be Lisa, but I think maybe there are certain aspects of Lisa's life, like the her not having to work part that she is a little jealous of. I think it's also that I don't, like, I really don't understand if it's, if she's miserable, if she, you know, misery loves company. They have that, they say misery loves company. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they try to, sometimes people who are miserable try to bring everybody else they're around down. Yeah. But Joanna just got married. She's beautiful. She has everything. She has a great guy. I mean, we now are team Roman. <laughs> we kind of stated yeah. that. We kind of got over everything that he did. So I don't know where the anger is coming from. But you did bring up something. You said it would kind of be annoying if you had a friend that got married and didn't work when you work. I, or as or you no, said something, no, you said. If I it, had a friend that, you know, if a friend was texting me while I was at work, a friend who didn't work, this is an example, mm-hmm. that was texting me in the middle of the day, like, hey girl, what are you doing? Or trying to carry on a conversation while I'm at work. Right. And it's like, wait, I'm at work. Like, you don't yeah. have a job or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, I totally you know? get that because I, I've been around that where you see people that could very well have done something with their life. And then you see people who, for some reason or another, whether they didn't have money or they couldn't get an education or they made the wrong decisions they so badly long for opportunities that some of the people that I've seen in my life have had opportunities and they've said no. They'd rather not go ahead and try to figure out something that they could Mm -hmm. do with their own life. That frustrates me when you see somebody that just has a lot going for them, doesn't marry for money, just decides to just live in the life that they have and they don't strive for anything more. It's always great having friends around you that are inspiring and that work hard and have goals. But in Lisa's case, she's so happy with her life. Like there's, she doesn't need to work. She's, do we all forget she's on a TV show? She's a celebrity. Mm -hmm. She's not a housewife, like the housewives that really do nothing and, you know, and do marry people that have money and whatever and just sit around all day. She actually gets up and has cameras and gets her makeup done and goes and does a TV show and she's a celebrity. So she does have a job. I understand I'm breaking the fourth wall here, people, but she has a job. So I don't know why she doesn't even come forward and say, Joanna, I'm on a show. Like, that's a job. Monday through Sunday, (laughs) you know? I mean, I don't know. I think their relationship is a lot that we don't see. Um, And I think there's a lot of tension there for whatever reasons. You know, I mean, when the show first started the season, Joanna was like, I mean, not Joanna, Lisa was like, you know, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with her. Like, sometimes I love to be around her, but sometimes she, you know, really bugs me and she hasn't contacted me in all this long time. And so I think their relationship is definitely, I don't know, uh, you know, under some pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because of things that we haven't seen on the show. Um, so I don't know if I can really give a valuable explanation as to why Joanna is being so mean to her. 
But I mean, it definitely comes off. Joanna definitely comes off as the mean girl, even if she's not trying to be, even if she's trying to just keep it real. She comes off as such a, a mean, mean, mean. And I know she has great friends, people that are good, kind people in her life. So I know that she, I have to believe that she's not a mean person, but like you say, she just comes off mean in this situation. And I don't know if it's, we don't really know the backstory. Maybe she's so frustrated. Maybe there's a lot that aggravates her. And, you know, there's a lot that she, I mean, she did say, I didn't like that she was threatening Lisa, but she kept saying, I have, you don't want me to get started and what I have to say and this and that. And it's like, if you really Either had something, then you'd say it. Yeah. Because you say everything else. So why are you pretending now you have this big giant secret? And, you know, I just feel like in this case, Joanna is taking this route because you have to understand too, this, this, this season's ending. They're going to be on hiatus and they need to stay relevant and they need to stay memorable. We have to remember them. We have a lot of other Housewives franchises coming up now. So maybe she just decided, hey, you know what? Alexi is kind of boring and, you know, Lisa doesn't stir the pot. She's just, she just gets attacked and she's very, you know, she's somebody that will stick up for herself, but she's not going to go out of her way to be mean to somebody to become more relevant or become more, you know, talked about. So I think that she just took this and she was like, hey, you know what? No one else is going to do it. I'll. I'll say everything that's on my mind, and I don't care what the consequences is. Consequences are, yeah. So. And uh, she made that other comment. She insinuated that if Leah, Lisa, I hate that they all have the same name. If Leah, Lisa really wanted to have a child, then she would stop drinking and stop partying. That was terrible. And, that was yeah, terrible. That was, I hated that. I I know I know somebody in particular right now that is trying to get pregnant, and and she's been trying for a long time, and. It, I see firsthand like how hard it is for her and I, it, my heart goes out to her. And I know by seeing that, that it can be, it, I can't imagine how sad it is and what the frustration that you go through because you don't want to, you know, give up, so to say, and say like, okay, now I'm going to have a surrogate. You really just want to keep going with it. And she's trying so hard yeah. and she's allowing us as a viewer to, to kind of take a look into that, that part of her awesome. life that is not so perfect. Mm-hmm. And for Joanna to go and insinuate that her lifestyle is a cause for that is so out of line. It is so mean. And even if you are fighting with her or anything, that's just below the belt. You wouldn't do that to your work. I would never say that to anybody. Yeah. Who the heck are you? You're not, you know, you're not a doctor. You're not God. I don't know why you think that you know why someone's not getting pregnant. Ironically, with the whole drinking thing, when I was getting ready for work this morning, the Bravo was airing. Uh, the old Miami reunions. And I saw them do a little montage from last season when everyone was getting on Joanna because of her drinking and her partying and everyone was kind of accusing her of having a drinking problem. So I don't know if this is an example of her trying to, you know, deflect off of her and try to accuse Leah, Lisa of something that she's been accused of in the past, maybe to kind of get the attention off of her. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of, you know, I just, that is very interesting. Uh, I guess we will, we won't know. I don't. I really don't think that whatever aggravation she had from last, unless she rewatched it as well. <laughs> I mean, right before, maybe she did. Who knows? But it is interesting that she was the one getting attacked, and now she's attacking Lisa for drinking. At the end of the day, though, I really think that that is so. It's just so immature to ever talk about anybody's like personal. And she did. She she went personal a few times. She even said, "Well, Lenny says you. If Lenny says yeah, that it, I can bad say it." Too. Okay, it's like what you, you know that, I don't know the quote exactly, but basically, if I say something about my family, it's okay. But if you say something about my family, it's not okay. If you say the same thing about my family, it's not. Right. Yeah. 
it's like Lenny can say that to her because they're married and whatever. That's but just- I even thought it was a little shady because we never saw Lenny. If we had seen Lenny say those things on camera, it would be one thing. But I never once recall Lenny saying, well, you don't have a job. And mm-hmm. so for her to bring that up, I think it was trying to throw shade on their marriage and try to, you know, dig up some dirt by saying, I mean, your husband even calls you out for not having a job. Yeah, as if Lenny right. is annoyed that she doesn't work. So right. I thought that was even, I mean, the levels of disrespect that Joanna, you know, went to were just yeah. out of control. I think she has, I think she's taking her One anger out from everybody on Lisa at that moment. Cause she was, she could, I mean, she's looking at Adriana. She can't stand Adriana, and that's her eyesight. That's who they have her literally. They have Adriana sitting here, and then right across is Joanna. So she's probably just looking at her. The rage is building up, you know, and then she attacks Lisa because at that moment they were talking. I don't know. I just Do you you think she thinks that Lisa's a little bit weaker and intimidated by her? And so the thing she she can't say to Adriana because Adriana will insult her, she says to... Lisa instead? I think I think she knows that Lisa is sensitive about those subjects. Otherwise, she wouldn't have done it. And I think she – we all know our friends' weak, weakest points and strongest points. We just know because they open up to us and we know little situations that they're dealing with and personal matters. And, and to ever use those as a means of gaining power over that person, it's sick. Yeah. And – I really, I try not to get personal in these in these um, talks. I try to stay a little bit neutral, but I'm, I am so floored after hearing. I literally, my mouth was open for like ten minutes. I couldn't believe that she would talk about her pregnancy matter. It was just so wrong. I don't know how Lisa could ever forgive her for that. Yeah, and I have to be on a TV show with her, but poof, that's just. Yeah. Well, moving right dirty, along dirty. with the accusations, yeah. um, Joanna is then accused of being a homewrecker. And pretty much what happens is they start talking about Brandy. How does Brandy. this even come up? Andrea said... Okay. Uh, yeah, Adriana. Adriana says that Brandy Glanville told her at an event where they were that Joanna had come up to Brandy and tried to give her a kiss, and Joanna was very complimentary of Brandy, saying, you're my favorite housewife because I love that you keep it real. Brandy gave her a cold handshake because Brandy is friends with Yolanda Foster, who is also a Beverly Hills housewife. Mm -hmm. And Yolanda had shared with Brandy that the reason why her marriage with her ex-husband, Muhammad, had broken up was because of Joanna. Whoa. Okay, that is a, like, one big housewife cluster. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, it was a lot. It was a lot to. If you're not really a housewife fan, that you, went right that over, over your, your head. head. Yeah, but it almost went over my head, and I watched all of the. I immediately the thought housewives. to myself, and "This is so bad." But I immediately thought to myself, "Okay, blonde. Obviously, Mohammed. Like, obviously, he's a blonde versus brunettes. I would think, right? Yolanda. His and then was Yolanda he was with? He's he with, was with now. A brunette though that was I he? saw on a few seasons of Beverly Hills. This ago. new girlfriend's blonde. I forget her name. But I don't know. She's blonde. He did have a brunette a few. Oh, did he? Ago. I mean, this is so stupid <laughs> that I'm even saying this. But that's that's the first thing that went to my head was: Is he a blonde guy or a brunette guy? But then I realized I'm like, let's go back to this now. Okay, let's just dissect this for a second. So, Mohammed in Yolanda's relationship, for what we get from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, is that they're very good friends still. No, and right, and they even mention in the in his culture that it's okay to introduce your ex-wife to a new person. Because he introduced her to, to David, David Foster. Foster. Yeah, right. her new husband. Right. They're super madly in love, um, Yolanda and um, David. 
And you know who David's ex-wife is? Yes, Linda. Linda, who was Brody's, married to Bruce Jenner. Who I'm used like, to date Elvis Presley, too, by the way. Uh, yeah, she, I'm like, okay, these, like, ladies well, just, like, I, yeah, she's, talking about Mary for money, like, these ladies don't mess around. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, geez, you know, Like, the where money. are they hanging out in Beverly Hills? I know. We need to go I there. I need to go there. Yeah, let's, let's go. What what time is it? Do we have to stay here? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Tweet us. No, <laughs> I did see Linda at an event when I first moved to L.A., and she, I don't know if this was her friend or her makeup artist or what i don't know who it was but he was like he was um and i i'm truthfully i really don't know like this was an event it was a movie premiere or something like that but she looked super young first of all she did not look like she looks a lot younger than her age i'm guessing she's with having kids that are in their 20s probably in her 50s mid to late 50s, yeah she looked definitely a lot younger than that and i could see guys checking her out like all night. I mean, people were looking at her and I went right up to her and I said, you look fabulous. You know me. I'm like, I go up, yeah. to, I can go up to anybody. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'm like, you look absolutely fabulous. You look beautiful. And there was this really cute guy that was standing next to her. I don't know if he was just trying to hit on her or what, but I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it would be like a weird thing to see her with the young guy. She just seems like that type that would could only get better like younger guys after someone like uh Whoever. Bruce Jenner? Yeah. Or yeah. Wait, Muhammad? Wait. Which I think husband? anybody's kind of better than Bruce. <laughs> I'm just saying. But like she definitely has – she can definitely get mm-hmm. anybody. So with that said, I, it's interesting though that he was with her beforehand. I, It's a weird whirlwind. I don't know. It is. But we digress. What what do we think about what do, what do we think about the the accusation that that's why they're why while why their marriage broke up? I don't think it, I don't think it could ever be a main reason why the relationship broke up. Okay, but I don't know. I don't know them or anything like that. But I just assume it probably had a lot. If it if this is true, there had to have already been issues anyway, and this maybe was the icing on the cake, so to speak. I, I, yeah. But I can't imagine her being the sole reason that they broke up because I feel like we would have heard about this a long time ago. That's what I was thinking you know? too. I mean, this would have leaked a long time ago. So I don't know. Didn't she yell? Didn't someone say during this reunion that Joanna was like um, a prostitute, prostitute or something like that? I don't. I feel like I that's mean, another the word thing. Prostitute where- is it's kind of semantics. Like if you're sleeping with a man because he has a lot of money and you're going to get you know things because of it essentially you're a prostitute so right. was she a paid prostitute as in she sleeps with them and she gets paid like five thousand dollars that's left on the nightstand or because she was dating these rich men that bought her nice things I we'll never think, really I know. know i i would assume that she's not that dumb because she is in the public eye and you know men could very easily plant a little they have those cameras now i saw on dateline they, they're like inside pens mm-hmm. and you can tape people like literally she, something would have leaked at this point yeah. overall i say go mohammed if, if you you know if you can keep getting these young girls or whatever good for you and you know i'm so happy that yolanda obviously has a great husband now and she's very happy so why open up this can't why just why start all this now yeah. they're all very happy let them live their life and we'll never know the truth so yeah, I I think not that my opinion really matters, but I it don't think very it's much tr- matters. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. I You're appreciate welcome. that. I don't think it's true just because for several reasons. Number one, why would she have someone at her wedding that she used to have a relationship with? Like, I don't care how cool things are. Like, I just think that would be a little disrespectful, and I don't see that happening right i mean i could i agree with what you're saying about there were already there would have already been issues and i think that maybe muhammad and joanna developed a friendship after the breakup had happened between 
between Muhammad and Yolanda. And so she was threatened by their relationship. And so she saw this young, attractive girl with her ex-husband. And she's thinking, that must be the girl. And so she kind of just ran with it. And I don't doubt that she made the comment about, well, that's why my marriage broke up. But as far as the facts being there, I don't think. I just think it was a friendship. But you remember last season on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Taylor was giving Yolanda a lot of attitude and Yolanda mentioned to her at Kyle's, some party for Kyle's um, daughter, Kyle by a lean to or store. She said to her, you know, I hear you say things about me all the time to Taylor. You know, why don't you just be up front with me? And Taylor's like, well, you know what? I will be up front with you. My best friend used to date your husband and she wasn't very happy. Her best friend, meaning Linda. Thompson, Linda Thompson, right? That's her last name? Yeah. Taylor was saying that she didn't like Yolanda because she heard things about David to, uh, regarding David from Linda. So there's obviously whatever, I don't know, this is just a lot of stuff that all has to do with the same people. She said, yeah. Like, that's why I feel like none of it could really be too accurate. I mean, I feel like we need like a flow chart to to follow all these relationships and figure out who slept a with who, ex husbands, yeah. current husbands, ex girlfriends, wife. I know I, it's just it's too much. It is too much. So, but I mean, more power to him because, like I said, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of impressive. I don't care how this makes me sound, but it's kind of impressive when you look at the like list of men that some of these women have dated. I'm just I, like, yes, well, well, you go, girl. There's a, there's some secret society that we don't know of because i'm telling you i work in beverly hills and i see these girls with these extremely wealthy men and i just wonder i i can't i'm a very curious person i was probably a cat in my past life i am like extremely nosy and i always wonder things and i wonder all the time where are these people where are these girls meeting these guys that they don't sleep with that give them money that it's like it's this fake world whatever we're never going to know it because we're just not those types of people but all the more power to you if you can, you know, go to bed at night and close your eyes and not feel, you know, have anything on your conscience and just be able to do that type of thing. Yeah. Good for you because you're making a lot more money than we are. So, <laughs> Well, guys, head over to iTunes and tell us what you think of this entire season and of part one of the Real Housewives of Miami reunion. Rate and comment on our after show. Um, tell us what you think. Give us five stars. And, yeah, that's all I have to say about that, really. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along, Tony, um, this is still dealing with Joanna and Lisa. We see this makeup artist who is Joanna's makeup artist, Tony, get into a verbal altercation with Lisa behind the scenes. We loved the behind the, behind the scenes moments at the beginning, and then towards the end, we were like, oh, what? That just went ugly really quickly. So what was that all about? My first thing is, <laughs> who the hell is Tony? Where did you come from and why do you think it's okay to yell at a woman? I don't care if you're gay or straight. I, I really don't. It, it has nothing to do with that. The way you were talking to her was just so unbelievably disrespectful to talk to a woman like that and to call her name, say her face looks like it was so terrible. Childish. It was so cruel. And my best friend is a very, very successful makeup artist here in LA, extremely successful. And she is so professional and that's like why people hire her she's on time she's smart she knows what she's doing she's incredibly gifted but on top of that she doesn't she minds her own business she's not if she you want to feel like there's some some trust involved in when whoever the crew that you're hiring Mm -hmm. because you know you're a celebrity you might be talking about business things or or friendships or anything and you want to know that that person standing next to you doing your makeup isn't going and regurgitating everything to everybody they know and 
you have that whatever professionalism or whatever reputation he had is now ruined. And any now when you see him, you're going to think to yourself, that's the guy that yelled at one of the housewives. Why? Yeah. Why would I hire him to do my face? I mean, when you have nothing nice to say, I know this sounds so cliche, but just don't say anything at all. Why are you going? And then Joanne is just standing there pretending that she can't hear anything that's going on or she's just standing there not even jumping in. It just was so horrible to see somebody attack a woman that she apparently hired last year. Well, what what Lisa said is that Joanna had been feeding him lies. And by the way things look, I mean, I don't know. I wish Bravo would have showed us a little bit more of the before versus just the aftermath of him screaming on her. Because I'm like, what was said to have this blow up like this and go from zero to 60 so quickly? Because was it, did, did Joanna send him over there? Did Joanna make a comment? Did did he overhear something Lisa said about him? I just don't know. Um, and the only sense I can make of it is that he wanted a little camera time and that that was his best way to... But, I mean, right. I think he would have done better just, like, selling a story to freaking, like, TMZ or Us Weekly or something of, like, things heard behind stage at the Real Housewives of Miami reunion. Because, mm-hmm. what yeah. for? I mean, now he just looks like a complete douchebag. Yeah, it was so mean. And, and I'm sure he's probably a really – I mean, you can't think that he's not – he can't be a rotten, terrible, mean person. I'm sure he's a good guy. Something set him off, and you don't know also what he's getting – well, you don't know what he's hearing. From like, Joanna. Yeah, what if she's telling him that – Lisa badmouthed him and all these terrible things, then you're going to get pissed. But as a mature adult like us, you would not listen to any hearsay and you would want to hear it right from the source, especially when you're working in a Hollywood setting with people who are on a television show. Well, maybe it had something to do with the makeup because she mentioned like, and that's why my face looked so bad last year. So maybe she, this is just, I'm pulling this out of my butt completely, Mm -hmm, but maybe she saw the way she looked at the reunion last year, which I don't remember how she looked, but I'm sure she looked Mm -hmm. great. Um, and by she, I'm talking about Lisa. Yes. Maybe she saw herself at the reunion, had some negative words about her makeup, said things to Joanna like, uh, I hated the way I looked. My look was bad. And it got back to him. Possibly. And, you know, Joanna said she didn't even like the way you did her makeup last year. Possibly. And then that's why he flew off the handle. And that's why he's saying her makeup looks bad this year. I don't know. I just made that up. But. Yeah, no, I'd love to get those rumors straightened and see what really went on prior. Because that's a great point that you make. We don't know what happened. We just get right. We just literally first scene is Joanna listening to somebody yelling and we don't know who it is. I was thinking possibly maybe this is set up for the cameras, maybe a little bit of drama, but no. When you see Lisa's face, she is, she's literally tears. She's horrified. She she does not want to stay there if he's going to stay there. So it just showed me very quickly that this is very real. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> that was terrible, though. Not happy with that guy. Yeah. Anyway. T- poor Tony. I just feel bad for him for making others feel bad because, like, yeah, I said, maybe now he just, you never know. He maybe just, he, yeah, we don't know his just, story, so <laughs> maybe we'll try to hurt figure people that hurt out. People, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of hurt people and hurting people, I guess this is a great segue into yeah. Adriana and Leah, which kind of finished up the reunion and their relationship. I think has probably taken the biggest toll on audience on the Housewives of Miami audience just because they were such good friends. And there are some truths revealed tonight, starting with the whole Leah paying for Adriana's son to go to school. She brings check copies. She brings a ledger of all the donations she got. And, you know, she pretty much sets the record straight that she financed and paid off all of the debt for the school just so Adriana's son could go to school. Do you think that she was going overboard by bringing all that evidence or you think she needed to do that to, to make herself look better she 
whether she was she did a a fabulous job (laughs) at vocalizing this issue well her husband is an attorney she was so articulate i just kept watching her and i was like i want to talk like her this is incredible she had there was not a, a glimpse of doubt in her mind that she could possibly be saying anything that could be a little bit false she was so de- it was like we were in court and this was yeah. judge leah and all we she needed was that thing with the the gavel the gavel i mean this was incredible when she brought out those papers and she had you know when you're when you're lying sometimes you need a quick second to think she was anything that was brought up by by adriana she brought that down she's yeah. immediately just like no 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 and it, it was so amazing that we've never heard about this $15,000 or this debt that had to be paid off. I mean, we heard a little bit about the school, but we didn't have these numbers and all of this. And I think she either mentioned it and Bravo edited it out or and saved it for now. Or Leah really did not want to mention all this because it is really getting very personal, but she just couldn't take it anymore. And she's like, no, Adriana, this is why I'm saying this about you. Yeah. Whatever case may be, she... She went out of her way during the holiday season to raise fifteen thousand dollars for three hundred. Well, three hundred fifty thousand dollars debt, but had to get another fifteen thousand dollars for um, Adriana's it, son to be put back mm-hmm. into the school. And I one hundred percent believe her. I I can't. Adriana had nothing. If that was not true, Adriana would be saying that it's not true. But Adriana just sat there and said, "No, you're you're contradicting yourself. No, you just want to be somebody that gives things and takes it back." And that was her only defense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that Adriana ever was trying to take away that Leah had paid. I think that for the most part, Adriana recognized that what Leah said about her paying for her son to go to school was true. I think the point of her lying or the point of like who's telling the truth comes in when they're discussing her her being Leah hooking Adriana up on dates while she was married and Adriana not being married although she was legally married so I think that's where the lies more so come in and the deception Mm -hmm. Um, and what I will say is Adriana she's not one of my favorite housewives it's not that I dislike her but she just doesn't really do any much for me and I think that this reunion she was very self-reflective and honest and I liked that she admitted at the beginning you know I am late all the time I have a problem with being late and then she even admitted at the end she apologized to Bravo the fans everyone she said I was married but you know to me it wasn't me being married and I think that even if she's even if we think she's right even if we think she's wrong no matter whose side we're on I think it takes a big person to be able to say okay you know what I apologize I'm I, think I it was wrong so, I think it would have been bigger of her if she did this two months ago yeah probably it took this long to get this like she needed this much god she, only knows the hate mail yeah, that's what I was and tweets too. that she's getting and this is why she just says you know what forget it yeah I surrender I'm wrong I also think it hurts her because, like you said, Leah, she's married to an attorney and she's very well spoken. She has the evidence to back it up. Adriana, English is her second language. She is not as good with the comebacks. And I think that sometimes it comes across as a lie because she can't verbalize what she's trying to say. You think so? I think her communication makes her look like a liar, even though sometimes she's not necessarily lying. I think even if English is your first language, you don't want to go against Leah Black anyway. No, most And I (laughs) definitely agree with you when you have an attorney in your life. It's probably something where you... I mean, I used to work for my uncle and he's a lawyer and I would 
I, the words that would come out of my mouth, I'm like, how did I know that word? It was just like these, I, you just start talk, you just start trying to get, catch everybody in these lies. It was yeah. kind of like detective work. And in I mean, a way. just imagine how an argument between her and her husband must go. Oh, gosh. Like, so and she probably has picked up on those things. They've been married for what, like 20, yes. 25 years? I don't yes. know. Yes. Yes. I, so. but you know, it, whatever happened at this point, nothing's left. There's nothing left. Now it's just, everything's out in the open. What yeah. else can she possibly be holding? I mean, she says, if Adriana, you know, if I really wanted to get mean, I would say a lot more. Once again, just like Joanna with Lisa, she had this thing that she's holding back. Who knows what this thing is? I've, you've already said so many things that are very personal about Adriana. What else do you have left in your bag? You know, I don't know. Uh, and that giant Birkin bag of yours, <laughs> Leah. What else do you have in there to attack? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that just about wraps it up for the yep. this part one of the reunion. Uh, there will be a part two, and uh, we're thinking we're going to, even though it airs on Thursday, we're thinking we're going to do an after show for you next Monday at our regular time. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, before we go, let's get into some predictions for next season. Now, Wait, maybe. Maybe we season. should save that for part two. Yeah, let's save that for part two. Okay, but yeah. predictions for, predictions for part two of the episode. Okay. Of the, the reunion. Of the reunion, okay. Do you have any? <laughs> well, I was already wrong the first time. I said Adriana and Joanna are going to get along, and that's I, clearly... I knew they were you not. You were right. You I, called it. I knew they it. were not, yes. I had high hopes. But seeing the way Joanna is right now, and we know it's the same day, you know, obviously they're still taping, we're just getting a part two, it's going to get uglier, I think. I think that Alexia... Well, we don't know where Marisol is. I don't know where she's... Where she's they coming. Ha- <laughs> Bravo's got her somewhere ha- hiding, but she'll come out and say nothing, so I predict that. And I predict Alexia... Uh, will start sticking up a little bit for for some reason I feel like she's gonna be sticking up for Joanna I don't know why because I saw her try to stick up for Lisa and then Lisa or she just asked Lisa a question and then Lisa said what job did you have and I think that may have rubbed Alexia the wrong way so I think she'll purposely now stick up for Joanna I don't know and I feel like Lisa's gonna get attacked more but then she's gonna be like f you guys like and she's gonna get strong and yeah I think you know I agree I think that part um, I don't know. I think that part two is going to be, I, I would say the focus is going to be less on Joanna. This part one had a lot to do with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think in part two, the battles are going to be more so between Leah and Marisol and. Ooh, yeah. interesting. So I don't know. I guess we'll see next week. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA and Twitter and Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels. Yeah. So thanks for watching guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 